listening to Those Dad Guys. Because the moms have their podcasts, so why shouldn't we? Huh? Here are Joe Seiler and Paul Black, Those Dad Guys. What's going on, everybody? We are Those Dad Guys. Thanks for joining us again, whether you're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, YouTube. Um, you know, thanks for finding us on Twitter. Uh, you can get us at, at those dad guys, same thing on Instagram and you can find us on Facebook and all those other places. So, wow, that's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. Thanks for handling that one. <laughs> you know what? No problem. But I'll tell you, it's been a day already, Paul. Um, so put the dishwasher on today. Dishwasher's leaking. Awesome. <laughs> then I come in just before I get to, just before we start the show. Yeah. Spider crawls right across my desk. I'm like, that's wonderful. This One more gonna, thing. <laughs> this is going to be a great day. That's it. Oh man. Yeah. So hand good. washing, hand washing for now, eh? Oh my goodness. What a day already. <laughs> so, but that's okay. You know what? We're here. We're, uh, we're doing another show and I'm, I'm happy. Episode five. That's it. Oh, five. We're still alive. We're kicking. We're doing it. We're having a good time. Um, more things to celebrate. Um, as, as some of you may know, it was uh, Joe's birthday on Tuesday. Yes. So happy was. birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. How'd you yeah. celebrate? It was good. Like, um, in the world we live in now we didn't uh, you know you, you can't go out and do all kinds of stuff so so we stayed in it was it was kind of low-key but really cool so um my wife heather made her first ever tiramisu Ooh. she said she said what do you want for your birthday what do you want for a birthday cake and um normally i'm a big cheesecake fan so okay. she makes me like a caramel apple cheesecake to die for every year and i'm like yeah so this week uh, this year i'm like you know what i want a tiramisu Mm-hmm. She'd never made one before. Okay. My cousin makes a killer tiramisu, my cousin, Christine. And uh, so she texted Christine right away. She's like, I need your recipe for tiramisu. So she made it. And uh, yeah, it was good. Really? Eh? Yeah. Except it was the biggest tiramisu I've ever seen. And there's only four of us in the house and only two of us eat it. Uh, so, but seven. I made a lot of espresso that night so. <laughs> of course of course yeah. so i i kind of helped make it because i made the espresso but a uh, lot of espresso but, but she did a great job and let's then, be clear uh, for a second there was four of you that could enjoy the tiramisu at the house that's right the There's baby's not good thank yeah. you paul the baby's not going to eat the tiramisu but yes i could see how i could get in trouble for that one so thank you just looking up um <laughs> you know and she said you know what do you want for dinner and uh, every year it's like, you know, no, if I don't go out, I, I make my own dinner. I don't need someone else. I make dinner in the house 94% of the time. So I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I want steak. I'm going to barbecue. I want mm-hmm. steak. So I did. And we got some nice steaks and I put them on the grill. And uh, I think my kids realized that, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a crappy way to spend a birthday. You know what I mean? So, uh, so what they did is they got together while I was down here barbecuing and, and doing all kinds of stuff. They got together and they basically decorated the upstairs where we eat as like a restaurant. So they Ooh. called it, uh, they called it steaks. Nice. They Good. put menus on the table. <laughs> Uh, and, and I'll put some pictures up on, on Facebook, Instagram, probably, uh, I'll, Paul, you're going to have to help me with Twitter. Cause I really don't okay. get it. No uh, <laughs> we'll get some pictures up on that, but, um, 
you know, they had menus, they put out like glasses and everything, and they dressed up like servers, like white dress shirts and black pants yeah. and everything. So I came up to to bring the um uh to bring the the steaks to the to the kitchen and uh i put them and they're like okay now you have to go to the front door i'm like what i have to go to the front door so they had to greet us nice okay so yeah. we we walk in it's like so heather and i walk in and then anthony has programmed the google home he's like google where should these people sit come on and then um then google goes there's a seat right over here anthony how and I'm like, that? oh my goodness, this is legit, right? You know, how maybe, do you do that? I, I don't know. It makes no sense. But it was, I mean, it was cool. So we went and sat down. Now, they didn't think of all the logistics of everything. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, uh, like. They're not a four Michelin star. Is they're that what not, you're they're not quite yet. <laughs> but uh, the menu did not include everything I made. So there was some kind of a la carte things, I guess, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it was, it was really great. You know what I mean? Uh, according to the menu, the steak cost a hundred dollars and the potatoes cost $50. Yeah. And if you wanted a glass of milk, that was also $50. So some pricing kind of, you know, maybe some issues, but, uh, all things, all things aside, it was super cool. Um, the kids did a great job. It made me feel real good. Um, even Maverick sat in a high chair for the first time at the table oh, wow. with us. And, uh, we set up, we set up a uh, zoom meeting, uh, on the table. And then my family all kind of got together. There was like, uh, in four different households and uh, saying happy birthday, nice. me, which was, uh, it was kind of nice. So, um, an interesting way to spend 43, but, mm -hmm. uh, but kind of, kind of cool. It was kind of fun and, uh, it felt real special. Like the kids put a lot of work into it. And like I said, I'll, I'll put some stuff up on the Facebook page and, um, yeah, you got to put up that picture of your plate because when you sent it to me, that does, uh, that does uh, look like a $150 meal. And I'm not going to lie to you they actually they actually put the plate together because oh, nice. i said to them i said make sure my plate looks really nice because i'm gonna put this sucker up on facebook and they're <laughs> like okay awesome. and they, they put the plate together it was really nice now we've watched a lot of cooking shows together over the years they have an idea of how to like wipe the plate down and everything like that they they did really well so it was awesome that's awesome that's but, nice good good Thinking about, uh, you know, like, so at 43 on your birthday, like, I mean, we get to the age now where it's like, you kind of looking back at things, right? Mm -hmm. So I started thinking about like, um, concerts and stuff. Like I've been to a few concerts on my birthday. Like I saw the tea party one year and rusty. <laughs> I don't know if you Come remember on. the band rusty, <laughs> of course, the I'm tea not. party and rusty at front 54 and Thorold, uh, on my birthday one year. And we were like right up front. It was, it was super cool. But I started seeing people all over Facebook because they're looking for things to do now and talk about like, what are your favorite concerts and, and you know, what are your most memorable concerts? And I thought that might be a good idea to kind of have a chit chat about uh, this week about like, you know, memorable concerts. And, and like, I have a few that like, I can say, yeah, I really, really remember this. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I don't know about you. Like, like, what about you? Do you like, are yeah, you man, a concert like, goer? Like, did, did you go to a lot of concerts or? I went to a lot of concerts in my, uh, 
in my college years and in my twenties and stuff like that and, and dabble during. And, and it's funny when you bring it up, the first memory hits up the first time I ever saw a gold finger, which is uh, for those who don't know should first of all, cause <laughs> Superman is in Tony Hawk pro skater. Um, but anyways, I saw them in St. Catharines at the vault, the vault. Yeah. St. Paul street across the street uh, was a, uh, was a pizza, pizza, a large stairs. You go up and uh, you have a good time. Um, why it's mem- memorable is a couple reasons. So the first reason is the, the, the uh, lady that I went with decided to, to uh, sneak alcohol in a bottle. Oh, and I never really drank in college. So how old were you? Would you say you were nine, 20? 19, maybe, maybe 19, 20. Okay. Yeah. So, and I never really drank in college anyways, maybe like three times a year I'd get, uh, I'd get tuned up just for my buddies to have a good time really. But, um, so we went and I'm pretty sure the planet, the planet smashers were opening and then she was twisted. So I got to, I had to bring her home. And back in those days (laughs) you bring them home and then you can go back with your ticket stub and get back in the concert. (laughs) You did. Yeah. Yes, you did. So then watch the show. Amazing show. Love Goldfinger. Love them. Um, after the show tour bus, I was in radio in college, um, broadcasting after the show, my buddies and I went to the tour bus, got on the tour bus, did a little uh, interview with John Feldman, um, and the rest of the bands in there. And, and hold on. Dude, John Feldman is who, is he the lead singer? Or? Sorry. Yeah. Lead okay. singer. Some and, of us, uh, I don't, I know Goldfinger, but I don't know every member of the yeah. band. He's the lead singer. He actually, uh, produces a ton of records too. He's done good Charlotte, Ashley Simpson, um, Ashley Tis, Tisdale. Sure. Anyways. Um, yeah. So we were on the bus, there was Doritos and, and drinks all around. It was time of my life. It was amazing. But the, the, the rock show and the, uh, the after, after hours tour bus interview was, was lights out. What about you? Yeah. Uh, there's a few on my list. Um, I figure you want to go back and forth on this one. Let's go back and let's forth. do it, man. Cause the memories are flowing. <laughs> All right. Let's go back and forth a little bit on this one. All right. So, um, I had to talk about my first concert. Okay. So I was a kid and, um, it was, it would have been in the eighties, late 80s and uh yeah i remember kingswood music theater at, at canada's oh, yeah. wonderland okay oh, yeah. so uh my uncle okay follow me here my uncle's <laughs> brother's wife you're so italian all yeah. right <laughs> was like, sounded like my mom there for a second my mom's brother's uncle's dogs babysitters she, she was like in charge of um like 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 the not ticketing, but like she could, she got us tickets. Nice. Okay. Um, Belle Biv DeVoe. Ooh. Another bad creation. Come on. And Vogue. Yeah. And someone else that I'd never heard of, Man. but I was the biggest Belle Biv DeVoe. And, and, <laughs> and we're like, I was a huge Belle Biv DeVoe fan. Just mo- like I had like the painted overalls and everything mm. like that. Like no joke. Yeah. And uh, me and my buddy were like, I cannot believe that this show, like this is crazy. This show to us, like another bad creation, That's like, it. you know, but um, I, it was the first concert we'd ever been to. And uh, we like stood on our chairs the whole time. Mm-hmm. And we had like seven throw seats. Holy like, geez. The amount of concerts I went, I, I went to at Kingswood. Cause it was a cool, like it was a cool venue. And, and I mean, you could go to wonderland and ride, um, 
like wild nightmares that one that spins around and then goes mm-hmm. up and you get like you feel sick that's fine you could do that and then go to the concert mm-hmm. and uh, like i've seen like uh you know bare naked ladies multiple times there i saw like um like some r&b festival there too right like but that concert for me it's the first so it always sticks out in my mind and mm-hmm. i think about how uh how cool it was to see like at the time my absolute favorite band yeah. uh, that I, that i'd ever seen it was uh yeah that was it was cool man it was and, and like those big group concerts where there's a bunch of different artists i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i could yeah. i could dig that i could dig that so so that was cool and getting free tickets uh doesn't hurt either yeah exactly yeah. Like, you know what's you fun? yeah go 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 go, go. No, do you did you used to like stand in line at like Sunrise Sunrise Records to get concert tickets all the time? I'm telling you, I never went to concerts when I was a kid. Never. My my dad brought me to uh, Bare Naked Ladies, but our our big claim to fame with my dad and my myself going to concert was the Festival of Friends at Gage Park because it was free. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you see Moxie Fruvis and all these people. Hey. Once they were the king of Spain. It's true. Now they eat humble pie, just so you know. (laughs) So based on your story, I'm going to jump over to the concert I did not go to. And obviously, you're going to tell in my voice that I'm still not impressed by it. So uh, my uncle had a buddy who was uh, big ups in the usher. A world in not Usher the the musician, but an usher at Cops Coliseum. Yeah. yeah. Now First Ontario. Um. So they got, t- he got tickets for my cousin, uh, Melissa and Jacqueline for new kids on the block. Oh yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was into new kids on the block. Don't lie. Wear that like a badge. I, I badge was so, honor. I was so pissed off that I didn't get the invite. Like, I'm pretty sure I still hold them accountable to this day that I never got to see new kids on the block with them. And it was at a time where the kids, they would let the kids into the concert hall or into the, their seats yeah, yeah. and they would have a separate place for the parents just to chill. Come on. Yeah. So there was only the kids that needed the concert ticket. No. Yeah. I'm telling That's, you, it was that crazy. That doesn't seem right. I don't know. I don't know. Melissa, Jacqueline, if you guys are listening, can you, uh, can you tweet us or put it on Facebook? If, uh, uncle Mike and aunt Teresa got a special seating area, maybe it was just for them because they were special. So it was only their parents that got this. Look, chime in here because that sounds wrong because all the moms love new kids on the block too. Let's not kid ourselves. Fair. I just, you know, know. please don't go girl. Uh, Copyright claim. Be careful. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my, and never, never have still memorable because I'm upset about it. You love new, you, you have you not gone to see new kids on the block since they've been back? No, never. Come on. No, we don't live in the past at this house. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, another cool place. Like I, for me, I look at venues, right? Like venues that okay. were cool. And, and, and I also look, <laughs> okay. So I loved going to Molson park for concerts okay. in Barry because uh, festival concerts for me were, were some of the coolest things. Um, mm-hmm. Because again, like I said in the last one, uh, you're going to see a theme with me. Um, I like to see a lot of bands. Okay. So like, not just like, don't get me wrong. Like if I, if I'm going to see Oasis or something like that, and it's just Oasis, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Saw them with corner shop at Maple Leaf gardens too. But, <laughs> uh, but uh, Molson park was cool because first of all, it would take forever to drive there because as you got close to Molson park, everyone was going to Molson park in Barry. Mm-hmm. But once you got into the parking lot, you could basically hang cause it was a field and you could just get banged up in the parking lot with, you know, so that we'd have like 
you know, t- like cases of beer in the trunk and we go up in carloads. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so one that I remember it was uh 96 uh, edge fest. Oh, and, nice. Uh, okay. Uh, like it was a crazy, like I, I looked up the lineup because I couldn't remember everyone, but um, weeping tile, rusty, big sugar, big, uh, all Canadian bands. Are you sure you're not going just to see rusty? No, okay. Rusty was like on a side stage. <laughs> so, I, you know what? I was not a big Rusty fan. I had friends that loved Rusty, but I'm like, I know like two songs, guys. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, Killjoys were there. Uh, 13 Engines. Ashley McIsaac. Uh, I Mother Earth. 5440 in the Tea Party. Mm. Okay. I am big into Canadian canadian 90s tunes man love it love it so i mean that that lineup for me is like a dream lineup um i mother earth was crazy i was like so i'm like 19 at this point right like 19 maybe 20 and i'm like mosh pitting and doing all this like and i was like a little skinny waif so mosh pitting scared the heck out of me and like crowd surfing and stuff but it was like super fun and it you know, and then you could like walk around cause they had like vendors yeah, and stuff like that, which was always pretty cool. Um, so walking around and, and people doing all kinds of like hacky sacks and stuff yeah. like oh, that. Oh man. Let me ask you before you go on, was it yeah. Edwin? I'm mother earth. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So it was like right after kind of, it was like the, um, the album with dig. I don't even remember what that album was called, but that album, is that scenery out. and fish or something like that? No, no. Scenery, scenery and fish was after that one. Okay. So, but it was right before scenery and fish, I think. Uh, but it was definitely Edwin and they were, they were heavy. They were yeah. heavy. So um, it's funny. I was just talking about hacky sack. My wife created me a playlist on Spotify that is called hacky sack. And it's basically all nineties, <laughs> like rock to, there is some Goldfinger, There's some Alice in yeah, Chains, yeah. which is a lot of Canadian stuff too. Wow! Uh, but for me, the coolest thing about that concert was because um, it always goes into the night, right? Mm-hmm. And the Tea Party uh, headlined it. Okay. And I was a big Tea Party fan. And um, they do one song called Drawing Down the Moon. Okay. And it was dark and the moon was in the back big. And it was just an amazing kind of thing when they're playing that song and and the the moon's wide it was it was cool it was, it was cool it was always a long day yeah at yeah. molson park um but yeah i mean molson park markham fairgrounds i even went to like the friendship festival in um uh, uh fort erie okay um yeah. which was another cool festival again just like the canadian stuff but um canada day festivals were always some of the coolest too like roadside attraction with the hip and stuff like that so um yeah, no, I, I kind of, you know, uh, I miss Molson Park, which I right. think there's like a Home Depot there now. <laughs> so I miss that, but I'm also 43, so I can't go to those festivals. Right. And, and so this is what's interesting. So you're into the festivals. I'm not so much. Like I've gone to festivals. I've gone to Vans Warp Tour. Somersault was fantastic. The first Somersault. Um, when when Rain Maida had a hissy fit because he wasn't hearing his monitor and he made the whole crowd sing. Um Oh, way to go yeah and uh, I, the I amount think, of times i saw our lady piece is like i can count on two yeah. fingers and i think they can no maybe i'm wrong i was gonna say the chemical brothers but i might be missing mixing up festivals but the festivals only give you a sampling of their show 
that's why I'm more of a, a, a go see the, the performer and the group and have those memories because they're playing for a hell of a lot longer than the 30 to, to 40 minute sets, maybe at most in a festival. Well, I've seen the Beastie Boys at a, in a festival setting and I've seen their own show. Um, but I, I think for me, well, I've seen a lot of those bands in both. And, and I think for me, it's like, I don't mind seeing the festival because like I said, I like to see a lot of bands at once, but mm. bands I love, I'm going to go see their show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the tea party I saw so many times, you know, mm -hmm. um, like the tragically hip. I saw so many times. Yeah. Um, so I, I think for me, it's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're seeing a sampling of the show, but at the same time I'm seeing, I'm seeing the bands that I want to see. Right. And, it, right. and if someone's on stage that I don't care about, um, I'm going to walk around and, and whatever. But then when I want to see that, that band, I'm going to go buy tickets to their show. I'm going nice. to stand in line at sunrise records and buy tickets. <laughs> for nice. I, uh, one festival I did go to that I have a big, uh, big memory of. And I, I challenge any of you to, to search for this concert because I'm, I'm going to promise you, you won't find anything on the internet. It was called park fest. If you can't find it on the internet, did it really happen? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. So it was called Park Fest. And uh, it was, I think it was in, I'm going to go 98, 1998. I was in Albany. I was working in, uh, in radio out in Albany, New York. Um, not working, but interning. Anyway, Shout out to Albany, New there. York. Oh man, I love it. I love it there. Anyways, it was original P, Parliament Funkadelic, the Blue Oyster Cult, and then Amazing Crowns um conehead buddha and blink 182 in 98 in 1998 nope. so i'm going to show you that's the the backstage pass i had if you're watching on youtube i suggest you take a look on the back probably because the lighting can't see is autographed yep um travis barker just joined the band so i got to enjoy watching them from the stage and this guy it does not stop. He is probably one of the best drummers I've ever seen live. And he's probably one of the best drummers in the world. Um, the cool thing too was, was hanging backstage before they went on and just eating those little uh, breakfast portion sizes of fruit loops and corn flakes and things <laughs> like that. Uh, great guys, great guys um, hung out. Travis Barker is a freaking monster, man. Yeah. So definitely brings me right back to that day. Didn't care about anybody else. So it, it's, it's, um, you seem to go like concerts you went to, you seem to like have access, which is kind of cool. I went <laughs> I'm, to I'm a shady guy. Well, Hey, whatever it takes. Right. <laughs> uh, one day we'll talk about you and I going to a blue Jays game together. Uh, <laughs> but it's funny. Cause when I worked, cause I, I, you know, I used to have some access too, and I went and saw, like I was presenting, our radio station was presenting D12 with Eminem. Come on. Uh, yeah, come on. Uh, Eminem didn't make it across the border. Neither did another guy from D12. So I brought Heather with me. We were dating at the time, and we have backstage access. So while you had Blink-182, I had D12. Minus Eminem and the other most popular guy. So you essentially had yeah. nobody. No, I had like yeah. D3. Yeah, you did. So, <laughs> but the thing about it, it's like, I didn't even care to stay for the concert. Like I was not a D12 fan. I liked Eminem, but what? Okay, yeah. fine. Um, but we're backstage hanging and uh, one guy fires up, you know, the, the, the Costco sized, like uh, salsa things. 
that are like really big to have a handle. Okay. Like it's like a jar of salsa, but it's like oh, plastic and it's got yes. like a handle. <laughs> yes, yes. One guy fires open one of those and starts drinking it. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Heather and I, we still tell stories about that all the time. The amount of like uh like gin that they had mm-hmm. was was it's like gin and salsa. Right. So um that is by the way not one of my most memorable concerts. It was a memorable moment. We yes. did not we we brought them on stage and uh and then like pretty much left. Yeah. Cuz I was like it was in Toronto and I was like I just don't care to see d12 minus eminem and another guy yeah like it just doesn't make sense to me so but um, yeah no it's okay so another one i went to um hey you're gonna be down with that it was in buffalo okay hey, favorite place yeah. in the world so instant good start right yeah. so i talk about like standing in line for concert tickets well this one i couldn't stand in line for concert tickets here because it was in buffalo we had to go across the border so me and a couple friends of mine uh me and my friend nick and my friend joel drove down to buffalo in his um ford in, in joel's ford festiva i think we were in his festiva at the time this tiny little festiva and you know so we're driving down and we had to buy tickets at i think it was at um I forget what was it? it was called the HSBC arena at the time. I don't oh, okay. That's what it's yep. called now. It's called Key the bank HS- or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Key bank or something. So we went down, but we had to buy tickets in advance. Okay, fine. So we went down and we were terrified. This part of town was, was so shady. And there's a guy we call Tony the tiger. Cause he's running around in this bright orange jumpsuit. We're like, I'm like, I do not want to get out of the car. So we bought the tickets, whatever. Okay, fine. We went to the show. This show was new edition. Okay. And this is like reunion tour, new edition, but before Bobby Brown went crazy again and left okay. new edition, no Keith sweat though, but, uh, it was new edition, Keith sweat and black street. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Keith sweat didn't show up, but that's okay. Uh, new edition was amazing. Now, um, like they were so good. They did all their individual stuff and then they did stuff together. Black street was super cool. We're, we're sitting, <laughs> we're sitting in the stands here and the seats were pretty good. Um, we were just pretty jacked to kind of mm-hmm. see new edition. Like this, this was such a good show and, and it was a good show, but more, more than that, it was great for people watching. Okay. Like people watching was crazy. There was a guy in like a, uh, like a bright maroon suit with a top hat and a cane beside us. Like, like just like four seats over. <laughs> like it's like full pimp daddy outfit. Okay. And like, but the other thing is as we're walking in, like the amount of weaponry <laughs> that like knives and stuff that were like dropped on the floor. Uh, it made me go, I don't know if I want to be here, but Hey, maybe they're all on the floor. Wow. Um, but pimp daddy next to us and, mm. and watching all these, like these other people just kind of, it was, it was an adventure. Like there are different shows. Like I saw, it, it feels like all I watch is rap shows, but like yep. I saw like Jay Z DMX method man and red man when I was in college. And uh, that was, uh, that was a show because they tried to, they like they opened the doors and they jammed like it's like everyone rushed the doors at the ACC okay. and no forget it like it's like the the people that were like trying to pat people down they're like no just go oh, and uh, we saw a big fight at that one some guy fell down the stairs at the 
but fell, I, fell down the stairs in air quotes. I don't know. I don't know, but it was, that was, that was a cool show too. But I mean, um, the new edition show, I remember, I remember vividly cause I was mm-hmm. a big new edition fan, even when I was young. And then when they came, I liked every artist again, Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah. Um, but I liked every artist in new edition. So when they were re reuniting mm-hmm. and then it was in Buffalo. So we had some, uh, we had an adventurous story with Tony, the tiger in his bright orange, uh, jumpsuit coming, <laughs> running at us. So that's it. Yeah. It's funny. We're talking about bands. We like, I'm going to tell you a band that I wasn't really, really that into. I was a bit in the nineties. Um, but my, I'm telling you growing up, um, throughout high school, I was, I was the, uh, the guy who loved the hip hop, the hippity hop. I love the rap music. That's all I get. Everybody else to me was a skid. I was the only one in the high school that liked rap music. It seemed so yeah. that was rough. Um, but fast forward to 2005, um, working, working at the Best Buy and uh, a buddy of mine, Troy, he's here from Vancouver. So he moved here to, to live, but uh, from Vancouver and he, and he really loves Pearl jam, wanted to go see a Pearl jam oh. show. And they were playing in Hamilton on in September there. I'm like, you know what, man, I'll take the hit for you. I'll take the hit. I'll go with you. You're a good guy. You know, I like to do that. And it gives me something to do too. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> man, whatever I'll go. So I went, they put on a show. Pearl jam. We saw him at the uh, Coliseum. Okay, cool. Yeah, the the Hamilton show, um, amazing show, amazing. They know Eddie Vedder knows how to own an audience. That yeah. whole band is amazing. I have seen Pearl Jam a lot. Like that's why when this whole thing happened, like I didn't I didn't get Pearl Jam tickets for this last tour. Right. So I'm kind of like happy that it didn't happen. So mm-hmm. sorry, all you people that had Pearl Jam tickets. I don't feel that bad for you because I wasn't going. It was kind of a bummer, <laughs> yeah. um, but I've seen project and you're, you're hundred percent right. I remember seeing them at the amphitheater one year and um, the stage was facing out. I think if I remember correctly, the stage at the amphitheater faced out towards like the lake and the grass mm-hmm. was so yes. but over the crowd in the grass. It was, it had to be like May two, four weekend or Canada day or something. Cause fireworks started going off or Benson uh-huh. and Hedges is one of those. Yeah, Benson and, and you and could Hedges. see Eddie Vedder. Cause he always had his bottle of wine mm-hmm. and, and um, you could see him and he's going over to the guys in the band and pointing over at the fireworks. And this was during the encore. It's like it was planned. Yeah. But I remember that show because they played over. Cause you know how you, you they can only play till a certain time, right? They played right. over. I remember. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, you're, you're hundred percent right with that. Yeah. With Eddie Vedder knowing how to, uh, how to, he knows how to work a crowd, man. It, man. He knows here's, how to he, keep them. Here's how it twisted me. So, so I'm loving it, eating it up. People are going nuts singing concerts done. And then something that some people that don't know, about uh, Pearl Jam concerts, but if you have a ticket stub, somehow you go on their website and you get that bootleg of that concert, which is awesome. So got that. The next time I heard that Pearl Jam was coming to town, they were doing a Canada only tour for worldwide suicide, I think. But anyways, I contacted my buddy Troy or uh, we were talking, I said, are we going to go back and see Pearl Jam? Cause I'm ready. And this show was in Toronto. Um, I think a year or two later, I think maybe a year, but yeah, man, they turned me around. And uh, you can see I'm wearing my Chicago stuff because uh, my buddy yeah. Jeff McQuiggan told me that I'm wearing uh, different sports. Uh, so I'm trying to keep it all solid today. Um, I suggest any, anybody to watch. Let's, uh, oh man, it's a Pearl Jam live at Wrigley Field in Chicago. Let's play too. Yeah. I recommend you guys check it's that really out. Really good. Anyways, um, back to the concerts. Yeah, no, no, that's cool. Um, 
I'll give you one more. Uh, we're talking most memorable. Um, the Hips last concert in Toronto. Um, most memorable for a lot of reasons. Obviously, you knew Gore Downey was, you know, pretty much going to pass away in the next little bit. Um, so it was an opportunity to get together with a bunch of people that were just diehard hip fans and kind of go back to, um, back to like when we used to, we used to follow the hip around big time, uh, tragically hip. So, um, to, to know that the significance behind that show, um, because of the show itself, but also because of, you know, kind of what it meant and what the tragically hip meant to us in like, you know, it's high school, realistically high school in, into university was kind of when, when that kind of, you know, but that show for me, it was an emotional show, which is, it, it's weird to say, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, whatever, right? I, I didn't know Gord Downey, but I think more it's, it's the fact that kind of what it meant uh, behind it. Like we, um, so we went to that show, me and a, a few friends, actually, we like had a row. And then when they did the actual last show and they aired it on, uh, they aired it on TV, mm-hmm. we put a huge uh, screen up in my buddy's backyard and we did it all up. There was like 35 of us that like, you know, it was, we treated it as like a high school reunion almost. Um, but, but that was a big one for me. That's most, if, if I want to talk about memorable um, that's a memorable one for me because of, of everything that it meant, um, both for that show itself and, and, uh, and, and look, they were still good. Like they, they were still good. You know, whether, you know, you may not be a hip fan, but I was, and, and they, they put on a good show for a guy who you knew was not doing well. Right. You know, mm-hmm. a guy who was not doing well, um, they put on a good show. So, uh, I mean, that for me, um, if we're talking most memorable, that is got to be right up there for me. Big yeah. Time. Time. Nice. My final one, I'll tell you, is uh, Buble. Really? Buble is, I'm going to say Buble is number one. But he's a showman, right? Like, he I can imagine. It yeah, he's awesome. We've, we've seen him. I remember we saw him back to back. We did a London, Ontario show and then the Toronto show or vice versa, whatever. And then I also had tickets to the Hamilton show, but I gave those to my parents because I figure three, three boobles in the matter of a week and a half is a little too much boobles. Well, that's when you're a stalker. Well, okay. Fair. Yeah. So, uh, this so here's the stock. Yeah. So, uh, here's, here's what went down. So I bought tickets to Buble in Las Vegas at the Hilton for uh, my wife for for a christmas present when we uh when we when we got back together the last time and now we're married so anyways so we, so we got go to- back together and now we're that's a story for a whole nother show it is so anyways we're flying out of buffalo and their chicken wing stores open right their anchor bar mm-hmm. so I'm like whatever i'll choke down a couple of wings let's do it did it up we're in the flight. We get to the airport. Something's just not feeling right. Something just ain't right. Oh, no. The first garbage can I see, it's gone. The food poisoning from the chicken wing in Buffalo. No. Yeah. So, whatever. We make it to the hotel, whatever. Um, go to the room. I'm, do- I'm done. Two days, I'm out, right? And, and he's got a concert. So, I went for uh, fresh air, and we got a picture of this. Um, I had my hoodie on and I looked like ass, um, but we saw him in the lobby. 
So I'm like, um, can, we, can we take a picture? <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, sure. So he wasn't known at this time. It was a small theater in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, so anyways, got the picture with him and, and got to see the show. And the show was incredible. I was fine by the time he hit the stage. But man, to battle through two days of food poisoning in Vegas to see the show, that's what makes it number one in my head. Yeah, yeah. And uh, every, a showman too. Like that's- oh, yeah. Every time I go to the Buffalo airport now, because that's it's essentially where we exclusively fly out of, I always pass on the uh, on the wings. I'm like, yeah. do you want to eat anything? No, nah, I'm good. Let's wait till we <laughs> land. <laughs> you know what? It's it's totally fun talking about these these uh, concerts and stuff. And, and look, if you're listening or watching, um, hop on our Facebook page. Hop on. Uh, hop on Twitter at those dad guys, uh, hop on Facebook. Let us know, uh, some of your stories. Like we, like we could tell all st- our stories. I'm sure we could do like four episodes on, on this, and, Easy. But, Easy. but it's not just us. We want to hear kind of tell us some of your fun stories or, or memorable stories of concerts and whether it be ones we've talked about or, or your own. And, and really, cause I mean, I just, I love hearing people's stories about, yeah. about shows that, um, and Facebook's full of them. Yeah. And it's amazing just how one memory goes to another, yeah. to another. I can imagine the people listening because they're, they're going through what we did. They're thinking in their head or they've been to the same show or something. It's yeah. just a great thing and brings smiles. And, and that's, and that's cool. And you know what? It's funny. Cause it brings me to something. What a, what a fun little segue. I want to <laughs> talk about Facebook for a second here, Paul. Uh, okay. uh, I, I got a little, little memory the other day on, on Facebook. It's like, Hey, we've created a thing. You've been on Facebook since 2007 and yay. And- <laughs> It made me think you joined Facebook at 42 plus years old. Like mm-hmm. this year <laughs> you joined Facebook, Paul. Uh, what out? Where you been? What was it? What was your thing against Facebook? Okay. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me work it out for you. So I used to have Facebook years ago, right? But all these things that come up in the feeds and the stories and stuff, I would just get fired up. Right. I just be like, like, come on, man. Like I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm like, nobody can be hundred percent happy all the time. And all this is, is like a platform for bragging essentially. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, and, and I just didn't have any time for it. Um, so I took myself out of it. Um, but, but I opened this to, to, to get back into the swing of it and to help with the show. And, you know, I have a ton of family. So, so keeping in touch with them is nice now. Um, but essentially that's what kept me away from Facebook. But you know, what's really funny. Can I tell you this last night I was on it looking and uh, a mutual friend, more your friend than mine. Okay. Oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> His name's Hal Roberts. He's in the, he's in TV in Calgary. He's a great guy. I, when we watch the dinger derbies at your house, Joe, I love sitting right beside him and yeah. just, just <laughs> shooting the breeze. Man. He's an amazing person. Yeah. Uh, he did a celebrity lookalike. <laughs> okay. And uh, let's get his permission to put the picture up. But I think it was 98% Hal Roberts looks like Usher. (laughs) (laughs) So Hal Roberts, this big kind of like, think of a newsman on TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Looks like dancing Usher. Yeah. No. With, uh, with his blonde hair. Some of these, uh, some of these algorithms, when I see people posting those things all the time. I'm like, I don't know that that really is the case. That's why I don't do any of those. Cause it's yeah. like, you know, Heather every now and then will do those silly quizzes. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Well, I did. And I'm going to tell you my results. <laughs> Who do you look like? So I did the quiz only that asks you a bunch of questions. Yeah. Um, Ed Sheeran. I don't see it. Maybe. Maybe um, because uh, you trimmed your beard back a little bit. Let me tell you, let's not even discuss that. Let's not oh, discuss no. my beard trim because why? Maybe I'm going to discuss number- it now. You can't say let's not discuss it. Okay. I used the number one. I should have used the number two. I can see my double chins. I, it brings me back to when I said, Hey, does this make me look fat? And somebody says, no, your fat makes you look fat. Oh, um, <laughs> so all these bad memories. Kind. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, I used the number two, one instead of the number two. Yeah. It's, it's, it's as, as I'm looking at you here, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Paul's, uh, trim from last week to this week is uh, significant. Yeah. Uh, and my beard keeps getting longer. It is. Uh, um, I, I get comments like, uh, it looks like you've given up on life, uh, things <laughs> like that. So you'll notice, and, and my family and friends will know this for sure. Once I get the pipe in, in my ear, the beep, 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 I just do it, whatever it is, I just do it because I would rather deal with this humiliation or anything like that and not hear it. So anyways, it's not humiliating, but you look hey, fine. Thanks. You look fine. See, that's why I'm here. I'm here to here to kind of help you out and, and be your, you know, yeah. your hype man. That's it. So so then I saw Ed Sheeran. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, let's try this face recognition app. Oh no! So I download it. Let me see how my hair looks today. So it looks all right, but it was kind of like all over the place crazy. the other yeah. night, last night when I took the picture. I took the picture. Guy Pierce. Nope. No, nope. tell me, uh, you know what I would have said when you did your hair like that. And if again, sorry for the people just listening, uh, I would have said Ace Ventura, pet detective. I'm glad you went there. I thought you were going to go Gary Busey. So I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> if you were blonde, yeah. I would have given you Gary Busey. When, when you see the picture of Hal versus Usher, you guys are going to understand why it makes absolutely no sense. That's so why I don't do these. Go, go to our patients and, and have a look. You have to. Because yeah. uh, I got to talk to Hal then <laughs> I got to talk to Hal, see if I can share it. If he's okay with it, I'll put it up. Okay. So watch the Facebook page, watch Twitter, uh, because, uh, we'll try and get that picture up and then you can see how ridiculous some of these Facebook quizzes are. <laughs> I don't understand them. So it's, it's ridiculous. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Well, welcome back to Facebook, Paul, after all these years. And, and, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. It hasn't got much better. Okay. <laughs> and so what's up with you and Twitter? I just don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get Twitter. Like, I, I mean, like I just never got into it because I'm like, Oh, I can't really converse with people. It's not a way. It's just people telling me what they're up to and whatever. It's like, I like Facebook because I can go back and forth, but Twitter, I'm like, I don't understand direct messaging. And, and uh, you tell me the other day, I'm like, Hey, maybe we should try and get this person on the show. You should direct message him on Twitter. You're like, they have to be following you. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Trust me. I'm trying to, for, for guests. We have a great list of guests we want to get on the show. Um, and, and I'm turning over every rock to, to figure out how to contact these people. So hey, we don't need guests. We got <laughs> it's me and true. You. It's true. We got me and you. Uh, so uh, speaking of me and you, uh, this is a you time, my friend. Ooh. Uh, I think last week, the feedback on the dad joke of the week, by the way, those two, uh, Radio hosts, they didn't take the bait. Nothing. They didn't take the bait. The radio hosts that stole our dad joke of the week concept, they didn't take the bait. No, they're scared. They're running scared. 
I'm hey. starting to wonder if people, uh, people were doing this long before us. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, but no, sorry. Um, so the dad joke of the week feedback was it was definitely better than the week before. Anything definitely is better. better than the week before. Well, I mean, that's only because it was an old guy that worked at Lowe's. So, so hold on. So yep. just so everybody knows that we go live. This is this is live chat. No, no editing, anything like that. So that joke two weeks ago was so bad that I did request that we re-record it because I felt it was so bad. And you're like, man, no, that takes the magic out of it. Magic. So, so that's why you had to live through that one. Um, so I apologize. Well, hey, hey, they're not all going to be winners, Paul. No, they're not all. But you know what? You're a winner. And with that, why don't you bring us the dad joke of the week? And now get ready to cringe. It's the dad joke of the week. Okay. Hey, Joe, did you hear about uh, the kidnapping at school the other day? No, kidnapping at school. Uh, don't worry, he's awake now. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Is that all right? You saw it coming a mile away? Yep. You just set it up? Home run, buddy. Okay, I'm going to give credit to, to that uh, joke writer um, who probably didn't write the joke at all, but yeah. she told me. So my daughter told me that one. <laughs> and she passed it along friends of ours out in New Brunswick, Andrea and Mike Stewart. Yeah. And, and uh, Mike says he listens every week and he's like, this is the winner for this week. Yeah. So I said, let's do it, man. And it's good. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a, that's a hundred percent good one. Uh, you're back. Yes. You're back. I love Woo. it. You're back. Uh, and with that, I think, uh, you know, this is the best place to end the show on, on a high like that. Let's do it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, so again, don't forget to check out our Facebook page. I'm going to put some pictures up of uh, the steaks restaurant that my kids created. We're going to talk to Hal and see, see if we can see how much he really looks like Usher. Uh, but please um, send us your stories about great, memorable concerts. Uh, we love to hear them. doesn't matter who it is. If it was the Wiggles, good for you. If it was Sharon, Lois, and Bram, <laughs> I've had it. Maybe, maybe. Um, but no, we really want to hear them because, um, you know, much as I love telling my stories, I love to hear other people's stories too. So, mm -hmm. um, so drop us a line on our Facebook page or on Twitter at those dad guys. Um, I promise I'm going to put at least one picture up this week on our Instagram. <laughs> we just have Instagram <laughs> to have it. I think that's it. So that's I it. promise I'll get one picture up this week on, uh, on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, Paul final words. Um, uh 65 to 75% of the people make their bed because they're not savage. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently I am a savage and, uh, my mom gave me trouble for not making my bed every day. So, uh, that's that. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, uh, have a great week. Thanks for joining us on YouTube and Spotify and Apple podcasts and Google play podcasts and every other place you can find your podcast. Uh, we'll catch you next week. See you on the flip side. 